Hello, and welcome back to A Pretty Delusional Podcast. I'm your host, Shana C., and uh, thank you for tuning in. If you made it to week five with me, I appreciate you. And like I say every single week, time is money. And um, any amount of time that you spend supporting me, supporting the show, listening, you know, um, whatever it is, I appreciate it. Um, If you're supporting me and, you know, you're a friend or a family member who is continuously pushing me to continue to to do this and um, all of the fun, creative things that I've been doing this year. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, I might not say it enough. I I know I definitely don't say it enough and I I should say it way more, but um, I'm working on it. I'm still I'm still learning. I'm still growing, you know. Um, Anyways, getting into the show this week, I'm sure you could tell I'll be giving my 16 year old self some advice. Now, with this show, I have said it time and time again. This show is really about me. This is a space for me to think about myself and reflect and look forward and be delusional and have a good time. Um, You know, I bring friends on here and we we just kind of talk our foolishness and have fun. I I really want this to be a place where I can, you know, in a couple of years when I look back on um, some of the things that I've, you know, when I when I look back on this podcast, I want to be able to you know, hear that I'm having fun and that I'm growing and, you know, I have growing pains and all that. And I've definitely had them. And we all have. Like, that's that's just what it is, you know? Um, and I really just wanted to make this episode because I'm sure one day in the future I'll probably do another project like this where I'm like, what would I say to my 21-year-old self, you know? Um, and so for me, I just kind of wanted to go back to being 16 and um, really analyze and kind of go through my feelings at that time because really like realistically I don't remember being 16 I feel like it was a fever dream everything I do remember is kind of ridiculous and um, I think everybody can agree that 16 was a weird time and um, there's a lot of emotions you know so this episode is me going back and you know after some reflecting today and thinking about how I wanted this episode to go I think I got it, and um, I'm kind of going to just talk directly to myself, you know? So, I just want to say, first things first, I, growing up, I was really, really confident, still am, that's not changing, and it's never going to change, um, you know, I always had this expectation that I was going to take on the world, and realistically, I still have that expectation for myself, and I, I know that I'm on that path, so that not like, in that area, not much has changed. Um, however, when I was 16, I was convinced I was going to be a baker. Um, I thought by 25, I'd open like a, a bakery or something. Let's be serious. I, I don't I don't know why I thought that. I, I really don't. Um, just because I enjoyed making cookies and stuff with my sister does not mean that I was going to be a baker. I digress. Um, you know, like I said, I had really, really high expectations um, for myself, but also for the world and for the people around me. And I thought a lot of the people that I was in high school with and that I was close with at 16, I thought, you know, those are the people that are going to be my ride or dies. Those are the people who I'm going to go to uni with and, you know, live, laugh, love with. But we didn't make it. And our friendships didn't last. And honestly, it's not a bad thing. Like, it really isn't. Um, you know, at 16, we had insecurities. I had insecurities and, and fears that I held on to so deeply, like, inside. And those weren't things I really shared a lot um, because I had this confident, like, hard exterior. Um, and a lot of it made me struggle with my self-image and um, my 
identity, I think, a little bit. Um, but, you know, now looking back, realistically, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change anything about who I was or how I um, moved through life. And um, now I just, you know, now that I'm 21 and I can look back, I have some advice for myself. So um, I guess let's just, uh, you know, get into it. So Shayna, 16-year-old Shayna, you are not missing out on being in a relationship. Being single is fine. You're 16. I know people around you are starting to, you know, talk to people and start dating and, you know, you've had people show interest, but like realistically, you knew that that was not you, like that wasn't interesting for you. Um, and honestly, that's not going to change anytime soon. You're going to be single for a while, girl, for a while. Like it is like you're going to be single for a minute and it's OK. It's OK. You know, and you're honestly you're going to grow to be so happy with being alone and being with yourself and you're going to not lack any type of love you know you're gonna still continuously grow you're gonna find happiness and you're gonna have an abundance of love you know not only from your friends and from your family but for yourself like you're gonna love yourself so much more than you can ever imagine and I just I want you to be excited about that like look forward to it start you know leaning into that self-love because it it truly will take you far um you know another little piece of advice for you is uh people do find you desirable people will find you beautiful and think that you're wonderful and funny and smart and you know just because you're not a pint size you know little white girl doesn't mean that you're not beautiful in every single way like i promise you the only reason you feel like that or the only reason you you look at yourself and think there are things I want to change and things I want to alter is because you went to high school with white people. Like, you went to high school with white people, so that's not your fault. <laughs> like, I mean, you shouldn't have gone to a high school with so many white people because you chose that. You did it to yourself, realistically. But you know what? It's okay because you ended up getting a, your best friend out of it, so no complaints. I'm just I'm just saying. Um. Because realistically, if you had gone to, I said realistically a thousand times, but if you had gone to high school with black kids, you would have, mm, you would have been a hot commodity. Let's just say that. Okay. Let's just, let's just put her there. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, you're not ugly. You were never ugly. There was never a part of you that was you more specifically, you were not uniquely beautiful because I feel like, you know, at 16, you knew you were beautiful. You knew that you were intelligent and you brought so much to the world and so much to the table. And you just chalked it up to being, I'm unique and I'm different from the regular standard of beauty. But realistically, you you, you fall within it. You're completely societally accepted. I mean, not in the race category because, you know, racism still exists and it's such a big part of our society. But like, let's just let's just move on because it's about you right now. Um, so yeah, you're beautiful and you've always been beautiful and you're always going to be beautiful and you're, you know, you can take up all the space you want because you can. And I know that in this environment, you know, being around so many white people and, you know, non-black people and the black people that you were around, you know, it, it felt like they too were struggling with that aspect of themselves and and being extremely unapologetically their black selves it felt like we were all trying to soften 
the blow to the public that we're black. Like they couldn't see it. Like they couldn't tell from us walking in the room, you know? And that's not their fault either because they're 16 too. And they're still understand. They're still navigating that, right? And, um, and for you, it feels weird. It feels really weird because, you know, at least they are growing up in, in, in black households. They have black parents around and, um, you know, all of their extended family is black. Whereas for you, it, it feels weird because, you know, you look around in your home and that's just not really the case. So it's not a pro- it's not it's not a problem for you to want to tap into that. And, you know, as you get older, you're going to you're going to acknowledge and ag- embrace it and you're going to, you know, be empowered by it. And and even though you didn't grow up with the same nest, the, the exact same, you know, understandings and things there, there's some things that are just embedded in your existence that you just understand and that you you know grow to love and adore so be black and enjoy it and and love that you're you're not even really all that different just love that you know you you have something that a lot of people wish they did let's be serious a lot of people wish they were black but mm, we're not gonna get into it that's a that's a whole episode in and of itself okay but once again i'll make it about i'm gonna bring it back i'll bring it back i got it I got it, guys, okay? Um, yeah, just be unapologetically you. And at the end of the day, you are black. And, you know, there are a lot of cultural things that come with it. And it's helped you make some really, really incredible friends, you know, once you got to uni. And um, it doesn't make you any less of a person. And it doesn't make you, you know, any less professional or it doesn't take away opportunities. I mean, it does. Like, being black does take away opportunities. But it doesn't make you any less qualified. That's a better way of putting it. Um, and you're going to go so far, regardless of your skin color or your, your background, you know? Um, and yes, people will still find you attractive and still love you, regardless. It's it's really not going to hold you back, girl. Um, honestly, it'll probably be what propels you forward. <laughs> um, but yeah love being black you're gonna love it. it's it's there's just nothing like it and um yeah just embrace it it's fun you'll enjoy it and when you make all your black friends and you find like a sisterhood with them um embrace that too and feel and feel that love that's there's something so different about it and i can't wait for you to experience it in all of its glory um you know and uh Moving on, this is something that I feel like you need to hear because you're 16 and you think you know everything and you'll fight about it and you'll argue and scream and cry until your face turns blue because you believe you're so right about everything. And listen, Shayna, you're right about a lot, okay? You're right about a lot. Listen, listen, I'm not stupid. I am you, so I know that you're correct a lot of the time, but there are some times the odd time where you are wrong and you don't know everything and you'll never know everything and that is so okay being humble being humble is your superpower along with being delusional being humble can take you so so far because i know that you're confident people know that i know that despite the bad days you know you you won't let anybody know what you're feeling you know and and honestly being humbled can teach you so so much about yourself you know you don't always have to win an argument you don't always have to have the last say and 
like I said, at the end of the day, you don't know everything and you never will. So finding peace with that within yourself is going to make you so much happier because obviously you want to prove your point. I think this is also the Aries in you. This is something that's going to be hard and I, I understand this. Trust me. You are going to want to fight for your point. You're going to want to make sure people believe you and that the things you say are taken seriously and taken with the full weight of what you say. But sometimes arguing and, you know, fighting is just, it takes so much energy out of you and it's going to. So tone it down. Like just let, stay humble. Just, you know, sometimes you can just not say something and it's not going to be the end of the world. Um, now, will I say that this is something I still struggle with to this very day? Yes, but I'm more aware of it now. And I think that it helps me make those conscious decisions like Shayna, girl, you don't need to do it. Don't do it to yourself. You don't know. You don't know everything in the, about the situation and you may be wrong. So just reel it in. So that's my piece of advice for you about being humble. It can be a superpower and it can make sure that you, you know, get the full story and that you're fully um, equipped to deal with certain situations. Um, and I know that sometimes, a lot of the time, you're 16, so you fight with mom like every day probably about everything, about your phone, about how long you shower, about how you don't text back because you forget to text back, even though you genuinely are just forgetful. Um, and... You're going to fight with mom for a lot of years. <laughs> That's not going to stop anytime soon, to be honest with you. But because you understand that sometimes you just have to be humble, sometimes you just have to bite your tongue and understand that you don't know everything, when you get there, you'll be able to open that relationship up with mom and there'll be a lot more love that you'll feel from her because you're not constantly in a, in a battle and the thing is, is it's not that the love that you're feeling that I feel now is isn't or wasn't there at 16. It's just that you didn't you you didn't know how to receive it. And I think I mean, I won't lie. I think there were some things that she could have done better. But at the end of the day, I think you were an annoying brat <laughs> and you're 16 and you sometimes need to know how to shut up. So, yeah. Um. Now. You're 16 and you're slowly getting to a place where you're thinking about your career. I know you think you want to be a baker. You don't. Promise you don't. Um, how's that co-op treating you? Yeah, making buttercream for like eight hours all day. Yeah, no, you're not going to want to be a baker. Um, and that's totally fine. Um, because you're going to fall in love with media and with making art and with making creative projects and getting your hands dirty and learning the industry and all of that stuff you're literally as of right now this week I start in our field our career I'm, I'm starting our, our job in this industry and um let me tell you it is not at all what you thought it was gonna be but even from when you started university it's different but it's wonderful and exciting and it's exactly where you are meant to be and like I said, I know you're thinking about your future. I know you're thinking about what you want. And although you're on the wrong track right now, you'll get there. Um, but you're not going to get there unless you continue to make choices that are a little bit selfish. 
prioritize yourself and what you want and you know you might go to certain open houses and you know listen to certain you know I don't know you're gonna listen to a lot of foolishness from a lot of people and you're gonna let it kind of you're gonna let it negotiate how you make decisions for a little bit especially as you get um you know closer to picking where you want to go to school and stuff and what's crazy is it'll you you know you might make it to the last second it'll take to literally picking the the three schools you applied to that's when you're really gonna give yourself that wiggle room where you're thinking of yourself and lo and behold you land in new media at gmu so um keep making selfish decisions keep doing things that are for you and you know I know it's hard sometimes because you see the people around you going to so such strictly academic fields and um, they they have such, n- I don't want to say narrow focuses, but in comparison to what you're doing and in comparison to what your, your heart's telling you, I know that it's hard to see that they have a, a job and a, you know, a career that they specifically want, whereas for you it's, it's very open and it's very easy to get um, overwhelmed. And you'll still get overwhelmed. It, it probably won't ever go away, realistically. I want a realistically count on this episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're going to be overwhelmed when it comes to your career and um, where you're going to end up. And it, it'll last for a while, but as long as you're making decisions for you with your with yourself at the forefront of every decision, like... Being selfish in that regard is not a bad thing. And um, it's going to make you very happy. <laughs> it's going to make you very happy because it's going to take you exactly where you need to be. And uh, the universe aligns everything for you. So just keep doing things for yourself. And, um, you know, the one last piece of advice that I have for you is probably the hardest not really the hardest um I don't know that this is the hardest piece of advice but this is something that you're taking it took you the longest to get to this place it took you the longest to get to wrapping your head around this piece of advice so you're 16 your friendships are going to change the people around you are not going to be around you when you're 21 Let's just start there. Um, Who you think is your best friend right now is not your best friend. In fact, you won't speak to them in a couple years. But that doesn't mean that that friendship didn't teach you things, that those relationships didn't help you become who you are, that they didn't, you know, propel you forward. Um, But ultimately, those friendships didn't last. And a lot of friendships in your life... (laughs) From 16 to 21, they're not going to last. They're not going to be strong and uh, have this, like, impenetrable foundation. Like, now you have that. You have that with a few people, and it's beautiful and wonderful. And those friendships, they're not going anywhere. Those are solid. And I swear to God, if I make a – if I respond to this in, like, 10 years and this has changed, I'll probably break down in tears. But it won't change because I fully – I fully believe with my heart and soul and spirit that these people are the people meant for me and for us. And it's okay that the people you're with right now aren't. But the piece of advice that I have to give you 
is that there are red flags in friendships too. Now, you, listen, from you were, from we were young, we already knew there were, men had red flags. People have red flags, right? But friendships have red flags. And it is so easy to bypass them. It's so easy to ignore them and to think, listen, yeah, they're a little weird. They're a little quirky. They make some interesting choices and they have some weird friends. But they're cool with me. They make me feel good. They're, they fit in my space. They fit in my timeline. They fit in my, my schedule, you know? Like when we start looking at people as like, I don't know, as like add-ons and uh, to our life as opposed to like permanent fixtures that we want forever. Um, you know, when, we, when we're looking at them like these like little kind of add-ons to our life, we drop all of the things around them. We just look at them as a singular thing. But human beings are complex and they're massive in scale. As Like, there's so much to people. Um, so don't be blind. <laughs> Stop letting people come into your life and kind of just bring nothing to the table or bring weird vibes and weird energy that you have to justify to other people, to the people who you do have that foundation with. If you have to justify a person's decision or their friends or you know their energy to other people they they're presenting to you red flags and you need to learn that red flags are bad and you need to stay away and the same way that you you keep men at bay and you keep them at bay because you can acknowledge those red flags from um, from miles and miles away you need to start doing that with people with just friends um because once you get to that point of having lost friends and, you know, putting a lot of love into people that don't love you back, um, there'll be a lot of heartbreak there. And um, that heartbreak that comes from friendships, I, I don't know what it's like yet to have had a heartbreak when it comes to dating or a relationship. But when it comes to friends, that for me was almost debilitating. And I don't necessarily want you to go through that. So just start being more conscious, conscious, Jesus, Shana, more conscious of the red flags that people present to you because they, they give them, they show you. Um, so yeah, it's okay that friendships don't last because some things aren't meant to last. Um, and, um, and realistically, not everybody, you know, needs to be friends with everybody. <laughs> Um, you have this habit of wanting every single person in your life to know every single person in your life. Uh, you don't want there to be any discrepancy. And I think it's because you're lazy. Um, you want to be able to tell one person a story and potentially have it get back to other people because they all know each other. Um, because you're lazy. Like, you're just lazy. You don't want to have to set up multiple birthday parties or, um, you know, plan out your schedule super meticulously you want to be able to say hey everybody get together at one place and whatever but unfortunately for you you're a social butterfly and you like to make friends so now you have a whole bunch of pockets of friends and for some reason it makes you feel kind of bad because they don't all know and love each other the way that you know and love them and although the friends you have right now at 16 they're not gonna last girl they really they really are not gonna last you will not be friends with them some of them you will unfollow on instagram like i'm being so serious but you still feel a lot of guilt because 
you can't have them all in the same room together because they don't all get get along or like each other and it sucks but that's not a problem like that's not a big deal because those people still love you the same and as you get older and as that dynamic still exists where you have a bunch of friend groups and uh, friends that don't necessarily all commingle it is okay that they don't because it's that's kind of how life works not everybody knows everybody not everybody likes everybody there doesn't need to be this mecca for your friends you know um because at the end of the day like i said uh they will still love you the exact same way they will also love you because you are their friend um so yeah that's that kind of sums up my advice um you know i want you to enjoy being young and know that you do not know everything um the big dreams and and the aspirations that you have they're not going to fade. They're not going to go anywhere. They're going to change a little bit, um, but they're not going anywhere. If anything, they're going to keep getting bigger and, and they're going to get closer to your reality because you continuously you know, push yourself into that direction and the universe has aligned you in a great way to get there. You know, Not everything is, is crystal clear right now, but... Um, because you're such a delusional girl and you've manifested all these wonderful things into your life, um, it's coming, and it's coming quickly, and it's um, it's exciting, a little bit daunting, but at the end of the day, it's exciting, and it's coming, and it's happening, and um, those dreams that you have, they're, they're coming into fruition, so um, keep doing you, and, and I want you to know that I'm, I'm so, so proud of you, um, and uh yeah thank you guys for listening to this week's episode um i'm your host shana c and uh this has been a pretty delusional podcast <laughs>